0: We are on tour here at Disney's Hollywood Studios for the holidays, checking out all of the Christmas uh, attire and everything going on here at Disney's Hollywood Studios, so join us. We have a lot to cover in these parks, both day and night, so join us for this tour. Right now we have a Disney character, cavalcade coming down the street. We got uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. We got uh, Sully from Monsters Laugh Floor. We've got the percussion group from the Toy Soldiers, Woody and Jesse and Buzz Lightyear. Uh, So quite quite a little gathering for this little cavalcade. I'm always looking for a new little Christmas item that might be cute. And this one is definitely in that category. It's a little Christmas tree with hanging ornaments from It's a Small World and Enchanted Tiki Room, and the Walt Disney World Railroad, and the castle at the top. sells for 39 dollars It's a uh, play's old Christmas tree. kind of cute. So I probably stare too long at some of these things, but the, the decorations at Disney's Hollywood Studios have always had this kind of silver garland with gold stars. Kind of silver and gold, you know, the song, silver and gold, silver and gold. At any rate, I noticed this year there seems to be a lot more color on these silver strands, and I just wonder if they have made some additional touches. I also love these silver, and uh, again, a lot of a lot of color. I think these have been here before, but I think I think the studios, uh, in terms of decorating, is trying to put a little bit more color into uh, their holiday decor. I'm fan of uh, the porcelain decor, found figurines that are found throughout Hollywood Boulevard and Echo Lake. And these are the poodles, not a dog fan, but darn really cute. And so very much a part of that kind of 50s era that is represented here at Echo Lake. Here's something I wonder if you can find on Amazon. I've never seen these, but these uh, park umbrellas have a star in the center. They're draped and decorated like Christmas trees. And uh, they're quite clever. Um, i not sure if that's something authentic that Disney's made or something they found online, but I uh, might want to check that out. Maybe we will check it out and see if we can add a link to the notes page. It's a beautiful day on Sunset Boulevard. Uh, just sunny and bright and shiny and nice weather outside. You see the holiday decorations out here we'll come back and see what it looks like when the tower of terror is lit up in the evening but uh, i guess passing through on the way to tower of terror and Rock and roller coaster we're here in front of the majestic theater which has been newly uh spruced up and uh you know it's a majestic theater because it says the majestic theater on its big marquee in big letters so i guess this makes it the majestic marquee At any rate it's all used to be part of the um, Planet Hollywood retail space. It's now all one opened up space on the right side of of Sunset Boulevard as you enter. The tones, the painted tone seems a little more muted than before. we will check it out at nighttime and maybe on the page uh, we can show you what it looked like before it went through its remodel that you currently see. We're here at Rosie's All-American Cafe. They've added some kind of interesting breakfast uh, additions. The problem is, is it's not open for breakfast, which is a little disappointing. So we gotta see what might be available this hour for breakfast. I know that uh, you can get something at Galaxy's Edge, but is there any place you can go to get breakfast when you're at the studios in the morning? It's right now about, about 10.20. We will go through all of this in the evening hours, but I just love them. In the daytime hours, you see these bulbs floating along the lagoon here at Echo Lake, and they, uh, they're they bright and colorful and cheerful and all part of the decor. Of course, you have this Christmas tree, which is now in the middle of the park instead of out in front of the park, which it was for so many years. It used to be originally in front of Chinese theater, but I think this is a good permanent home for the Christmas tree. and really makes Echo Lake come alive. This is the Mickey Shorts Theater. And of course, it just opened. So it's got this one short that it always plays, which is a combination of a lot of different Mickey shorts. It'd Be great to put a holiday short in here during this time of year, maybe next year. That's a possibility maybe for next year. Nothing says winter like Olaf, but unfortunately he's not making character appearances. Still be great to see him show up in some kind of way around the park a great little corner in Disney's Hollywood Studios is this it's a wonderful shop a perfect little nook for holiday gifts unfortunately even with COVID it's uh not open they are selling holiday decorations towards the uh front of the park but still it's such a nice little place and it's a bummer Studio One across the way is not open either if you look up on the the uh stairs up above the balcony. Usually this time of year they have a Santa fireman kind of character um, up there and unfortunately this year they haven't put him up. So a couple of things missing but still it's the holidays and we're glad to be here. Virtual boarding pass has been called. We're here at Rise of the Resistance ready to get into the queue. You see the exterior queue is uh, quite full so we'll see how long it takes once we get inside the line for this attraction but Glad to be here and uh, it's all looking really good here at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. All right, the cast member at the front said uh, the queue is gonna be about an hour uh, once you've entered the uh, virtual boarding pass. I love this little rock wall. I don't think I've ever actually walked the entire exterior of the queue. Most of the time it's been eclipsed. Instead of a little plastic portion, we got an actual rock wall kind of dividing the guests up, keeping them socially distanced, so that's kind of cool. We got the fans going breezy it's not bad and actually the queue is kind of moving as we go along so it's not the end of the world by any means so the exterior queue actually takes us off to an aside and then brings us right back toward the entrance of the queue that's uh, intentional because in their planning if they don't need to use this entire area we've already been in for the last five minutes then cut it and just have simply people going through and you see that actually this section of the queue is much more lush and um, and kind of takes on a different air, a little more shade than did the prior area before it. A little brook here from the waterfall. And then if you look up, it's interesting, that particular spire, there are only a couple of angles. You can see it where you can see the hole right through it. Kind of, is kind of cool. And here we are on the backside of water at Galaxy's Edge. We're in the exterior of the queue and you can see just how people are walking right through practically. As we go through, we're doing almost the same, about 10 minutes on the exterior, and we're well on the interior of the queue now. There's a use of plastic dividers in the interior queue, and by the way, they're also checking your pass to make sure you still have a virtual boarding pass. I guess that you didn't jump the line somewhere in the exterior queue, which seems pretty difficult, actually. Well, we stayed at a pretty fast pace and now we're kind of stuck in the middle of the caves. Nothing seems to be moving. Been here about five minutes. Otherwise, it have been going well. Okay, it's a half hour later and we are on our way after a very, very long wait. But uh, fortunately, the caves are cool. They're dry, but they are caves. So see how fast this goes at this point. All right, we are finally reaching the pre-boarding area, and it's been roughly a 15-minute wait, 30 minutes of which was spent in one spot. So 20 minutes inside an exterior and interior queue wouldn't be bad at the 30. It's a little crazy. People are committed to Rise of the Resistance. So I guess, uh, I guess you do what you love. We'll see you on the other side. We're going to check out those ride vehicles give you a report on the other side of the attraction in the video you can see the plastic dividers that divide the two rows of the ships allowing greater capacity of the attraction uh, during the experience Um, what was more interesting to me was that even in the pre-show area they were assigning you dots to stand on, and they have provided plastic uh, barriers inside that area as well uh, to kind of divide guests so they could create a greater capacity inside the attraction, which by the way, that was the highlight for me today because uh, while we were getting uh, situated inside the uh, uh, pre-show, an old friend of mine, TJ, from uh, the tower of terror was in costume and working rise of the resistance i don't know if this was a temporary thing with all the COVID or permanent but it was really great to see him and great to be on the ride it's a terrific attraction and uh, a lot of guests uh, have come to enjoy it we're here at abc commissary i had forgotten they really upgraded the furnishings in this particular Institution. They also updated the menu. I've got a grilled cheese buffalo chicken sandwich, and I'm trying to be really good and eat the salad. Although I remembered they have steak fries, so I'm really disappointed by my choices, but that's how it is. But actually, I would give high marks to the ABC Commissary. This has become a really nice place, especially when you think of uh, Pizza Risso and you think about um, the Uh, other locations that really are kind of dark and dreary. Here's the uh, afghan from the Connors, the Roseanne bar afghan which apparently was a trade kind of a a feature that uh, became part of the middle when that show occurred. At any rate, Uh, the food was a little on the weird side, kind of a pimento thing going on that I didn't care for. Uh, and I kinda, But the salad was really good, even though I would have liked the steak fries. Oh all no, all, it was a great experience and I really would recommend doing this. I'll try it again next time. It was also a really good Christmas cookie I should have tried. Oh well, next time. A few more Bambi-style porcelain here. But uh, the real feature is our good old friend Gertie, who has been decked out for the holidays. Looking good, Gertie. One of my favorite decorations is this Santa Claus, which is perched on top of the dark room. The sponsor's changed over the years, but uh, Santa has not. There are two holiday treats being offered here at uh, the Trolley Car Cafe. One is the chestnut pine cone, which I did last year and wasn't too bad. I didn't care for the the substance of it, but um, but it is a beautifully designed dessert the other is the holiday whoopie pie uh which uh looks uh, quite flavorful and uh seasonal that's uh let's uh well which one should i check out so i've taken a few bites of this whoopie pie this is definitely a shareable dessert it is very reminiscent of the carrot cake with cream cheese that they offer at trolley car cafe only that seems to be a little bit more moist. This one seems to be rather drier. Uh, it is served cold and uh, it is okay, but it is nothing to write home at. Probably would give this one star. So for a second day in a row, we are in queue at Rise of the Resistance. I booked two days back to back to try out the new, uh, virtual boarding system, which was allowing guests to book at 7 a.m. Yesterday, when I went to book, I not only did it myself, but also invited my good friend, David Zanola, who uh, is our official travel agent, to uh, see if he could try it on his side. There was a thought that you could only do it locally within maybe two hours of uh, Walt Disney World. He is up north in Illinois and sure enough, between the two of us, he actually booked our fast, our, our virtual pass, boarding pass first yesterday. This morning I tried it uh, alone and uh, got a, a slightly later number, but um, so yesterday was 22, this this morning is uh, 36. So we're back in the Q4, rise of the resistance. And just so you know, uh, The virtual boarding system does work and uh, seems to be uh, pretty effective. Okay, I'm at the same place. I was held up for 30 minutes yesterday. Fortunately, we are continuing on and moving through the queue. For those who are with Play Disney, you can scan these codes and find out what's inside these crates here inside the queue. So I just finished Rides of the Resistance for the second time in two days. The queue went seamless. In fact, I'd say everything including the ride attraction was about 35 minutes in length with about 15 to 20 in the queue. It really was practically walk-through, um, very seamless. It was exactly... And this time, by the way, I ended up in the back half of the ride vehicle, which is now got a plexiglass piece in front of it Um, i thought that might be kind of disconnecting you from the ride experience but honestly it did just fine and i it still felt like a great ride and a great experience in the attraction also i ended up having a chance to meet up with my good old colleague tj wallard from the tower of terror oh my goodness what a great guy hopefully my photo turned out with him He was such a great cast member, he was talking to the droid right before giving him instructions of what to do before we left. Um, Just what a great cast member, an example of the talent and the marvelous people that work here at Walt Disney World. Well on to other things. It's the middle of the afternoon and, well, actually it's more like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You can see the end of the line goes all the way to Toy Story for the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. So there must be something going right with that attraction since there is so many people who are interested in boarding it and being a part of that experience. Joffrey's has been open for some time, but this last week market also opened up. This is a great place to get those num-num cookies from Incredibles. Plus, uh, you also get a frozen pina colada, which is one of my favorites. I often get it at Casey Jr.'s. And um, right now they're offering holiday popcorn plus a frozen salted caramel. Hot cocoa above it is a sign for a couple of films, one of which is Disney's Pixar Soul, which is going to stream live on Disney plus December 25th, just below the staircase outside of the Chinese Theater. We could see guests who are waiting in line for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. But then we turn and we can actually see the standby entrance line, which is 60 minutes for Slinky Dog Dash. So lots of guests in the park, lots of guests uh, queuing up to see uh, the various attractions here. Near Star Wars Launch Bay is banners for Star Wars Mandalorian. Are you caught up on your episodes? Well, I love the most recent one, the number three. Hope you're enjoying the series as well. Again, happy holidays. It is evening here at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The lights are just beautiful at night. And we are walking right down Hollywood Boulevard christmas music which is a newer soundtrack they started about a year or two ago uh just works um actually it's a little more 20s and 30s but hey i'm good with it and i just can feel the vibe of the holidays coming down the street bright gold stars uh glittering in the middle or shining in the middle um all of the Stores busy uh, in a COVID responsible way, and uh, it's just it's just a great time to be here. In the evening, my daughters joined me, and she has already headed to Starbucks to get something, some hot chocolate to drink. It's a little bit uh, cooler this evening, but uh, so glad to be here. And we will check in all of the lights while we're here. Let's head on down Sunset Boulevard and check what's going on down here. Coming past the legends of Hollywood, the Beverly Sunset uh, Boutique still has not opened. I thought maybe it might open given it's Christmas and this is such an important retail uh, period of time. So. There are uh, red and white stars lined up all the way down Hollywood Boulevard. And uh, earlier we had talked about the Majestic being remodeled and what it might look like at night. Unfortunately, we don't have the answer to that because they have not uh, turned on the lights. Probably they're not done redoing the neon that accompanies this theatre, so we're going to have to wait for another uh, video to show this. But down the end of the street, we see the Tower of Terror and it's been completely illuminated for the holidays as in years past. There are no screens on each side with little videos, there's no snow on the street, Um, and people are socially... Gathered, but in a fairly responsible way, to check on uh, the lights here at the and the uh, projection that is all over the uh, uh, hotel. Going to get a closer look at this. So, here's what I remember from last year and how it contrasts to what you're seeing this year. You have same fantastic projections going on on the tower, but they all kind of came together kind of the last moment after the video uh, portion came onto the screen. Now they just kind of stay on for a much longer period. They're not changing out uh, every few... I mean, it seemed like the projection was less than a minute um, prior, but... It is changing right now. So uh, right now, you see a, and it seems to be tied to the fact that the song has been changed, but maybe not. Right now, we get the uh, the uh, uh, English village with carolers coming in to and from, and uh, it's a breeze evening. So I apologize for any of the breeze going on. Uh, Still very very beautiful very cool to look at lots of little animation carriage horse coming by people strolling through um, people in the windows of the different buildings you could really stare at it for a while and see lots of different uh, activities going on uh, in this little projection fire smoke going up the uh, chimneys Um, It's just the constant flow of stuff, but in a very subtle kind of way. It all uh, makes for a very nice uh, experience here on Sensible. Here we are near Dockside Diner, turning the corner at Echo Lake to behold the beautiful Christmas tree here at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It has a tremendous reflection uh, against the lake. With all the holiday ornaments and balls found uh, throughout. And it's just a, a very lovely scene. One of the things I love about the decorations on the tree, I'll try to get you a little bit more of a close up, but I'll describe it for those of you just listening to the podcast, is that there are uh, Santa Claus kind of masks or faces. They used to actually be part of the ornaments down the street at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I think they lost a few over the year, but now they still, they're here, but they're on the tree now. And they're part of the decorations there. I mentioned Gertie on the other side with his holiday decor, his hat, and um, hanging on to a red Christmas ornament in his teeth. And it's all a really lovely sight here at Echo Lake. I've said this probably a few times, but I just love Echo Lake this time of evening. Usually you find a park bench to pull yourself up to, and it's a great time to do it when you can just enjoy the uh, the beauty of uh, this tree-lined lake. And uh, you see the holiday decorations, the illuminated reindeer, and Santa Clauses, the Santas. They look a lot like the Coca-Cola versions that have been painted over the years. Up ahead, you see Hollywood and Vine where they are doing Minnie's holiday dine. And uh, there's a Santa Goofy inside and the other Disney characters play out in this scene. And then uh, again, the Christmas tree up against the lake um, along with the boat. It's a beautiful evening. So here's the character cavalcade coming down the street, it's Mickey and Friends, and uh, what's unique about it is it's nighttime, check it out. pause for this experience so that I didn't interrupt other guests standing nearby. The challenge I have with this is that there's no holiday decor in all this. And honestly, I think guests would just appreciate Mickey and Minnie and the gang and some little holiday decor as they came down the street. That would be an extra little touch. Still, it's nice to see that even in the evening hours, they're coming out. So all that is good. It's the good side of that Uh, half glass half glass half full all right we're here outside of the trolley car cafe and uh, we decided Madison's with me just to prove that I do not eat all these things by myself she has joined me she wanted to get a hot chocolate and we decided we would try out the pine cone uh which is kind of a moose thing seated in a little bed of um crunchy stuff kind of things kind of like oatmeal yeah maybe so cereal maybe any rate um madison what's your vote on one to three stars where do you go with this i would say i would give it a 2.4 because i do like how the smoothness of the mousse mixes with the crunch of this oatmeal so that does add a little good chocolatey texture okay i'm going to coach her later that you can only give one two or three stars needless say 2.4 sounded kind of specific but she could have said 2.4.8 or 888 or something like that so honestly I think she's right it is better than a two not quite a three a three says I gotta go get this next time I come I'm not quite there I'm ready to try something different next time we come but notwithstanding it's a good treat and uh, if you're at Starbucks why not treat yourself to it these cherubic porcelain dolls are nestled in a sea of lights and it's just beautiful and that uh, really sets off the holiday spirit here in the shadows of the Brown Derby and over here we have our final one for some reason these two sets remind me of um, Campbell's soup um because they used to use like children on the labels years ago and with this cup of right here it's just kind of reminiscent At any rate we're gonna go through the uh through the archway of of Disney's Hollywood Studios, and on to uh, Toy Story Land and beyond. Okay, we've changed our mind. We were heading toward Toy Story Land, and we saw that there was literally no wait at Runaway Railway. We'd be crazy not to take advantage of this. There was a 40-minute line at Slinky Dog, and 30 minutes at uh, Millennium Falcon. I'm sure it is not that, but notwithstanding, We're taking advantage of no queue at Runaway. So here we go. While we're standing in this queue, this is a good opportunity to mention that a previous podcast we celebrated Mickey's birthday, which was November 18th. So we celebrated here by looking at all things Mickey Mouse. And so if you haven't had a chance, go check out that podcast and or video. So, take a look and you'll see that they've added plastic dividers, which allows them to completely uh, utilize every row in the train. That may help explain a little bit of why uh, the queue was more walk-on, but I remember even in pre-COVID, there were a lot of people waiting to go on this ride. So, a walk-on is very much appreciated. Well, that concludes my guided tour. Hope you had a relaxing ride around the park. And thanks for sticking with me. Hey, picnickers! Told you nothing was gonna go wrong. So as we come out of the attraction, let me just say that it is my theory that the best seat may be the third car out of the fourth four cars. It may be the fourth car. It is not car one and two. Car one and two leaves most scenes too early. And the thing that makes the best scene is a car that goes all the way to the front of the factory scene when everything is going crazy and then as it all unfolds back into a fair uh, you get the best views and you get to linger longer in that last scene before you return to Mickey in the park. I think that's probably the best row but the front half of the train is not as good for sure as the back half of the train. Well we've made three visits in the last two days We've, made, uh, we've been able to capture two virtual boarding passes to Rise of the Resistance, been able to check out what's going on there as well as what's happening in terms of social distancing on the train at uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway. We've tried out some new foods here and uh, just checked out all of the holiday decorations and lights, and it's just a terrific time of year. If you are coming here during the holidays, you don't want to miss Disney's Hollywood Studios. Thanks for joining us on this podcast and YouTube video. We hope you enjoyed this, and make sure that you check out all of our podcasts available. And as well, make sure you subscribe to that and our YouTube channel, J. Jeff Kober. This is Jeff reminding you always, in the words of Sinbad's storybook adventure, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day, see you real soon, happy holidays.